Welcome to hashtag DITD down in the den. I'm your host, Mars, and as always, thank you for joining us on today's episode. And before we even begin, I'd like to just start off again by saying rest in peace to chat with Boseman. Uh, all light and love to his family, uh, fans, friends all around the world. This episode is in by no means any disrespect to the life and work of Chadwick Boseman. Um, but as always, this is a entertainment podcast and uh, one of our big topics to own. In the den, of course, is always uh, the MCU. Uh, so this episode is within respect uh, to Mr. Boseman. Uh, Bozeman, and um, obviously, although I've uh, never met him, I've been in awe uh, for years of his acting and the way he brought so many of our heroes, and by our, I specifically mean uh, African Americans, um, to life. From Jackie Robinson, who really the only thing I knew about him uh, was that he was the first uh, black man to play in the Major League Baseball. That's really all I knew from history. Uh, until I watched the movie, and uh, you know, wow, some of the things he went through, and he really embodied the character. Thurgood Marshall, of course, uh, you know, the first black Supreme Court justice, James Brown, uh, just a pioneer, uh, not only in music, but just, you know, the business side of things, how he was on top of it business-wise, that was very inspiring. And then, of course, for me, as a comic book nerd, as a geek, uh, King T'Challa, the Black Panther, uh, was just amazing for me. It literally brought tears to my eyes. I've seen that movie in the theater more than any movie I've ever seen. Uh, most movies, especially superhero movies that I really like, I'll go two or three times to see it. But I felt like it was my duty to take as many people as possible to see the Black Panther. So I went by myself on the debut, took one of my best friends, I took my uh, wife, took my sister, took my mom and dad to see it. And uh, selfishly for me, I was getting to see the movie on the big screen multiple times. But also I just felt like it was my duty because I was so proud, not only just as an African-American, but as a comic book fan, to have it done so well, so late into the MCU. And really, to me, it's a top three movie in the MCU, the only one uh, that I probably would put above it is Winter Soldier. That's just for me. Uh, but it's probably number two or three, maybe uh, Infinity War. It's probably also in the top three for me. So, uh, you know, I was just so proud of his work. And 43 years is young, uh, younger than Robert Downey Jr., uh, younger than Ant-Man, uh, Paul Rugg. Uh, younger than a lot of the main characters in the MCU. And uh, it's just far too soon. And it just serves to remind us all of how fragile life is, uh, his amazing strength to never show weakness or suffering in public. And uh, he he led in so many ways, and it really goes to show the strength of his character, the outpouring of support that he has received from not only his peers in the industry, but just in regular life, uh, um, it just shows the strength of character. And uh, truly, he was a hero. 
So long live Chad with Bo Smith. Long live the king. Uh, but just like the movie uh, and in the comic book, the Black Panther is indeed a mantle. It's not one specific character. Uh, it's not like Clark Kent, who is Superman. And that's it. There's no other Superman. Bruce Wayne is Batman. There really isn't another Batman. You may have, you know, Batman Beyond. But for the most part, if someone says who Bruce Wayne is, you would say uh, Bruce Wayne is is Batman. Um, the Black Mantle, Black Panther is a mantle. It, it's passed on. It's been passed on in the comic book. It was passed on in the first movie uh, three times, really, if you... Um, think about it, it went from T'Chaka, his father, um, to T'Challa himself, to Eric Killmonger for a brief while, uh, back to T'Challa. So we've seen it change uh, hands. We've seen the challenge, um, how that works with Killmonger. We saw how it works with... uh, Anyone in the tribe can challenge, or any of the particular tribes can send a warrior to challenge. So fortunately for us, they've already shown the mantle be passed on within the first movie. The lore is well established, and uh, there's a lot of options on the table. Um, But number one, whichever option is chosen we have to make sure that it's in complete respect and in honor of Chadwick Boseman. That's the utmost and foremost uh, purpose. It has to be respectful. Um, and we also know it's a business. And uh, so after thinking about it, I've thought of three possible ways that I think the Black Panther can continue, Black Panther 2, can continue and then one option that I hope it's not going to be on the table and uh, that's really what I want to talk about and I think these are the most respectful options uh, in the memory of Chad with Boseman so option one which I hope is not an option but it's a possibility just cancel it you cancel Black Panther 2 you don't do the movie anymore and then you instead warp whatever that storyline is going to be. You spread that off into other movies similar to how they did with Hulk's arc within the last Civil War, Thor, Rat, and Rot, and the last two Avenger movie. There was essentially a, a Hulk movie in those movies buried in. So you can put the plot lines in thread and just instead of having a movie focus on Black Panther 2, you can have the ongoings going in the background with simple dialogue and then use the remaining characters. How this would work, in my opinion, you simply say, okay, after the blip in the MCU, Wakanda was without a ruler for five years, to our knowledge. It was destabilized. So now that T'Challa is back, He's in the background. He's no longer going to be a superhero. He's going to focus on being a king and really running his country, getting the country back in order. And that way you can still use characters like Okoye. We already saw she was on the council with Black Widow. We already saw that in Endgame. 
So Koye could be his representative for Wakanda. Shuri could be his representative for Wakanda. He can even say, hey, I'm giving her the role of the Black Panther while I focus on being the king. That way you can still have him in the storyline. He can still be mentioned, but we don't actually have to see him in again. And then, of course, we can have Shuri take his role in the field. We already know that she's running the science division or she, when we last saw her in Black Panther, she was running the science division and it appears she was blipped. So she can be in America doing that and we need a Black Panther on on the team. There you go. Shuri's an option. So we still keep the character of T'Challa alive, but he's more mentioned and not really seen. So that's one option. Cancel Black Panther 2 and do everything that way. Really hope that's not the option. I really think we need to see a Black Panther 2. Um, the reason being, as great as that as Chadwick Boseman was in the role, it wasn't just him, T'Challa. Um, it was seeing the world of Wakanda, a world that shows us as African-Americans everything that we could be if we had never been conquered by Western civilization, never been shipped off from the motherland, and uh, never were slaves. It, it really it was so inspiring, seeing the clothes, the culture, seeing them unapolo- unapologetically black with african uh, languages and strong, beautiful African features and dark skin and full-fleshed characters. It, it was an experience. So while T'Challa was important and he led the way uh, for the movie and the purpose, it was the whole world, the whole uh, journey, the whole atmosphere that was just epic and it's needed. Is so needed, especially now more than ever, um, with Black Lives Matters and and so much civil uprise and fight, almost a new civil rights movement taking place. Something like Black Panther is super powerful, and I don't think you can just disregard the franchise. The kids need to see themselves in this character. Um, and it's a perfect opportunity because Marvel is embracing diversity. Um, this is something that they've openly and actively done from making a gay character in Eternals, from uh, potentially making Valkyrie a LBGTQIA character, from Captain Marvel being somewhat uh, the new leader of or the new head of the MCU, the face of the MCU, for having uh, Falcon take the place of the new Captain America. So now we have a black Captain America, um, more and more women, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Wasp getting co-billing, Shang-Chi, so we have your Asian character. Um, Marvel is really looking for more diversity in this next um, couple of, phases. Uh, The first three phases were led exclusively by white males, um, except for Black Panther, of course. Uh, So with that being said, there were already rumors. He was almost finished with his contract. Um, 
he had a five picture deal with Civil War, Black Panther, Avengers Endgame, Avengers Infinity War. He had fulfilled four of the five films. So Black Panther 2 would have been the last film on the contract. And if Chadwick Boseman had lived, there were rumors that he may not have re-signed anyway without a very severe pay bump, which he would have definitely been deserving of. Not only that, uh, creativity-wise, was he really interested in assigning another five, six, seven picture deal um, to keep the character in the art? Uh, so there were already rumors that after Black Panther 2, he would have been stepping away from the role and we would have uh, had Shuri leading the way. So that was already a rumored route uh, to go. Um, but at the same time, the character of T'Challa himself in his history, um, he, he's a very important character. Um, there's rumors that they wanted to do an Illuminati movie or uh, have an Illuminati set. Well, Black Panther was a part of the Illuminati. So the character of T'Challa himself is very important. Um, also, there were rumors that they were going to have uh, Namor introduced. Um, he's a rival to the Black Panther. That would have been huge. And one thing that the fans have been clamoring for and craving for, and there were even rumors that Beyonce was cast as Storm, but the Storm's relationship, she was married to T'Challa briefly, and they divorced, but she was married to T'Challa. So what a great way to introduce one of the X-Men in Phase 4 to have her as a potential love interest for T'Challa in Black Panther 2. So the character is very important. And while eventually I do feel the role would have been passed on to Shuri, and fans love Shuri, and I could watch a whole movie of Shuri, no problem, and have no problem with her taking the role of the Black Panther, which is my preferred uh, method. The character of T'Challa himself was very important. But that also leads to opportunity. If Shuri becomes the ruler of Wakanda and becomes a Black Panther, she's already the smartest person in the MCU that's been introduced so far, smarter than Tony Stark. So there's no reason why she couldn't potentially take that role on the Illuminati. And then as far as married to Storm, once again, with more diversity, there's nothing that says Storm can't be bisexual or lesbian and still married to Shuri. So that can still be done without necessarily having T'Challa in the role. So that's one option. You have Shuri just take over the role and she takes over the mantle. Now, how I would do that, I would still like to acknowledge T'Challa and give him a heroic send-off. We've seen it in several movies where stars have passed um, all the way back to The Crow, that with camera trickery and stunt doubles and things of that nature, um, you can still give a character that's past a send-off. Um, we've seen it in The Crow. We've seen it in uh, Fast and Furious uh, 7, I believe. 
Uh, we've seen it in um, the last Star Wars, Rise of Skywalker. That was complete uh, archival footage, and it was almost seamless uh, how they did it. So between archival footage, and luckily we already have a ton of footage of the afterlife, how that works with him meeting his father, but between archival footage, stunt doubles, voiceovers, if his spouse would give the permission for them to honor him and use his likeness in a few scenes, I'm sure if they comb through all of the materials, special effects and all of that, um, really, and maybe even voiceovers, I'm sure there's some great impressionists that can do a pretty good uh, convincing T'Challa. Uh, you can show his face, digitally insert his face for a second, mask up. Um, and we remember he has the suit that's similar to Iron Man's suit with the uh, technology where the mask just comes up. So you show his face, mask up. You have uh, an impersonator or archival footage lead to something you can still have Neymar if that's the story you want to go. Maybe you have Atlantis attack um, Wakanda. This is in the first 10 minutes. You know, everything's peaceful. You know, you, you see Wakanda recovering after the blip. We've already mentioned the earthquake in uh, Endgame, uh, the underwater earthquakes, which the creators have said that was an Easter egg for uh, Neymar. So maybe in the movie you see uh, Wakanda recovering after the blip. Everything's great, beautiful. Uh, you see a scene of the Queen Mother, um, and you see Shuri in her lab, and uh, you know Okoye training some of the Dora Menage or Malage or whatever it is, um, and uh, you see Mbaku. Uh, doing his thing, and and you you kind of catch up with all the characters when you hear an alarm, an attack, it goes off. Uh, Shiri says something to the effect of, "There's a seismic uh, attack under the land in this section." Um, you flash to uh, the digitally inserted chat with Boseman. Uh, with voiceover or archival footage, how he, how he does it. Okay, I'll check it out. Suit up. This is all special effects. Guy in a suit. few lines that you cave in there. Um, and he goes head on with a couple of uh, other soldiers. Uh, maybe M'Baku, maybe Okoye. They go to this battle. And um, this is all, like I said, in the first 10 minutes. He dies tragically saving uh, Okoye and M'Baku in the first 10 minutes. Um, from there, it gives him a heroic out. You, you, you move away from that character. Um, and then the next scene, a very meta funeral scene where we see everybody that's in the MCU. Everybody in the MCU, hell, even bring old Cat back sitting in the chair um, I want to see Falcon. I want to see Hawkeye. I want to see every alive character in the MCU at this funeral scene honoring T'Challa, and which would also be a meta honoring of Chadwick Boseman. 
just a nice honorable funeral scene with everyone bigger than Tony Stark's. And this is all in the first 15, 20 minutes. Boom. Now we cut. Um, we need a new leader. And instead of battling, everyone says, Shuri, we want you to be the new Black Panther. Angela Bassett, the same thing. We want you. No one's going to challenge you. No battles. This is what we want to do. And you move forward, and now you have Black Panther 2. You can keep the storyline. She's investigating Neymar, enraged that she uh, that he killed his uh, her brother. Um, in Baku, you can make him and Okoye, some of the main characters, leads. They're all enraged that they killed um, T'Challa. And we move forward with Shuri as the Black Panther. We have all our characters. And I, I think that's the way... Marvel is going to go. I think it's the best option. It's a clean option. It honors um, Chadwick Boseman. It keeps the character alive and is is very important for everyone. So I think that's the best option and the option I would select and the option that I think Marvel is going to ultimately choose to continue with uh, the Black Panther. I definitely think the movie itself will be delayed Um because they're going to have to take some creative rewrites. I wouldn't even be surprised if it doesn't come out in this phase. But uh, I think that's going to be the best option, option one. Now, option two, which right now, with it being so raw and so many emotions of losing a chat with Boseman, option two is something that I definitely think can happen and probably happen more likely to happen than what I would like in option one. But at this current time is not anything that they're going to announce publicly, but option two recast. Um, the MCU has had a couple of recasts, uh, in it's a long 11, 12 year history, uh, which oppressively is not had as many as you would, think potentially um at one point i i thought after iron man 3 uh they were definitely going to recast uh tony stark but it's become to the point where certain characters are so beloved chris evans potent uh specifically um tony stark specifically that they just can't be recast and i like that because unlike the marvel universe where the characters don't ever really, the Marvel comic book universe, I should say, unlike those characters that are always coming back, you're always going to have Tony Stark because it's print. You can kill and resurrect someone as many times as you want because the MCU is based off the comics universe, but this it's a separate universe. It's okay for characters to leave and and go away permanently from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Not only do contracts expire, not only do people age up uh, and age out of the characters, but when you're looking at a universe that you could potentially keep this universe going on until the end of time, and you have Marvel characters that are literally in the thousands that haven't even been touched, and so many characters and only so many slots per year and only so many uh, 
shows you can do on Disney Plus, it's okay for characters to inspire out of the MCU. And I think that's what they should do with T'Challa. Um, but there's a good chance and a possibility that they'll recast. Now, if they do go that route, the first thing I think you're going to hear is the movie be delayed. And then we probably won't hear who the new Black Panther is for at least a year and a half. Because with the movie being delayed, say, from 2022 to 2023 or even 2024, that gives time for people to not only miss the character, but also get over, not over necessarily the passing of Chad with Bozeman, but with the distance, people can start seeing the character come back if they were going to go that route. Now, I've already heard uh, John David Washington, which is Denzel Washington's son, as a potential uh, replacement for the character. And then, I mean, there's a ton of other actors in Hollywood that can do the role and I'm sure do it justice and it would be a great opportunity. And I think, honestly, if Chad Whit Boseman was alive, from what I've heard, he's such a generous um, person, a generous actor. And not only that, he was so thankful and so grateful and realized probably more than anyone over at Marvel, anyone in the movie or directed the movie or worked on it, he realized how important it is for young black men and women to see themselves on screen and have that representation. So I don't think he would be selfish enough to say, if I can't do it, no one can do it. I think he would definitely want someone to cast, but it's walking a tightrope for Disney and Marvel because right now it's so raw. Um, No one wants to even think about it, talk about what we're going to do with this movie. Um, And certainly I don't think there's any actor that necessarily wants to say they're pining for that role, but it's a huge opportunity for any young black actor. So John David Washington, maybe a no-name, maybe an actual African actor could do it, and they can go on as is, but um, it's going to be touchy. So while I do think this is a distinct possibility, and I think the plans that they have for his character is so important that it's probably what's going to happen. If that's the route, definitely expect the movie to be delayed at least another year from its current release date, maybe even two, maybe even pushing to phase five. So that's an option. That's option two. Now, option three, I really thought outside the box on this one and really dug into the lore of the Black Panther character and one aspect of his character that's been touched on since Civil War and throughout uh, his own solo movie was death and how it works in that culture. That is not the end, merely a drop off. So we know that with the multiverse uh, and we know with Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch, as well as Blade in Phase 5, I believe, we're seeing more and more about the supernatural side of the Marvel Universe, which is going to lead us. We've already seen Hela um, and Hell in Thor Ragnarok. We know that is this, so that's one area. But 
I think we're going to also start to see more supernatural characters like Mephisto. Um, probably even as early as um, WandaVision. So with the supernatural aspect, combined with how death works in uh, the culture of the Panther, we've already seen in the first film when not only T'Challa passed and he saw his father and he saw the ancestor characters, we saw when Killmonger communed and took the heart-shaped herb, how he communed with his ancestors, and we were able to see him meet with his father. We can have option three be something like a combination of option one and option two, where we're writing off the character and we're recasting in some way. But instead of recasting the character, what if we have something similar to option one, where early in the movie we have a heroic death for T'Challa. He passes. We see him meet uh, back into the afterlife. And then we can bring back the actor who played his father in the first movie, bring him back and say, hey, something to the effect of, son, we can't send you back. You've um, cheated death so many times to the effect. We can't send your soul back. But moving forward, you will be the king of the dead. This is a character. This is an aspect of his character in the comic book where not only is he the king of Wakanda, but he's the king of the dead. You will rule in this afterlife as the king of the dead. But we're going to give you an option to send one soul back. One soul back to um, fight for your for Wakanda. We will give you that. And think about it. We've, we didn't technically see Killmonger die. We never saw him die. We know he had the heart-shaped shirt. Blah, 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 blah the heart-shaped herb in his system, which we know, similar to Captain America's super serum, it works very similar to that. Not only does it enhance his strength, his speed, agility, coordination, how he thinks, his ability to strategize, uh, fight, powers, reflexes, but it also gives him some sort of healing uh, aspect where he heals much quicker, not to the level of Wolverine or Deadpool, but he heals much quicker than your average Joe. We never actually saw Killmonger die. So say because he had consumed a heart-shaped herb, when he passes, we see a flashback, they t rush him to the bay, and he's in a coma. Maybe he's been in a coma for these last couple years uh, where he isn't dead, they're keeping him alive with the Wakanda technology, but he's unresponsive. He meets... Uh, Michael B. Jordan's soul on the ancestor plane and says, I can't go back. I'm going to send you back, but you have to fight for Wakanda. What an awesome way to not only bring uh, Michael B. Jordan uh, back as Killmonger, but flip him to a hero, which he was already a hero in so many, so many ways and his selfishness uh, uh, or selflessness of T'Challa converts him to someone who's changed where we saw Wakanda, uh, or not Wakanda necessarily, yeah, but Wakanda take some of his views by opening themselves up for the country. He could take some of T'Challa's views. I think that would be an awesome way where we have 
T'Challa now as the king of the dead in the underworld. And then we have a reinvigorated, redeemed Michael B. Jordan as the new Black Panther, as bringing back Eric Killmonger, and now from the villain to more of an anti-hero. I think that would be cool. So anyway, those are three potential ways that I think uh, the MCU will move forward with the Black Panther and in one potential way where they may just cancel it all together. Uh, once again, this is just chatting uh, as comic book fans and uh, MCU heads. Um, I know we're all reeling. Uh, and as an African-American, we're hurting in another kind of way because it was really like having our first superhero Um I mean, there, of course, there were Blade and you know, Meteor Man and things of that nature, but our first... Sorry, I couldn't hear what you said. Our first real superhero uh, passing away, and it's, it's rough. But um, uh, I think these are some solutions that hopefully the MCU will look into. But uh, as always, uh, thanks for listening, and deuces.